Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Greetings, Grapple fans. Welcome to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. And we're here. We are at the end of a long haul, the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is upon us. In fact, if you say the road to WrestleMania right about now, I'd say we were probably pulling into the car park. So uh, another another big night, lots to talk about. Of course, we, we did the, the full Mania card last week. So this week we're going to go through NXT TakeOver, the Hall of Fame, and some of our final thoughts on Mania before we hit the big time on uh, this weekend. So once again, I'm joined by the one and only Guy Drinkle, the legend of AI Guy Drinkle. Welcome along, Guy. Oh God, I'm first. Normally <laughs> introduce more first, not like that. All right, Andy, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, no offence. <laughs> just about to say we saved the Does best. Does that mean more Xavier Woods for this week? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, yeah. Where would we be without my uh, audio tag team partner, Mister Mo Trattrada? Welcome, Mo. Hello, hello. I won't take it personally. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Good to be back again. And uh, excitement levels are. Uh, Increasing not even by the day but by the hour, you know, the lead into WrestleMania. Um, you know, the buzz is really um well and truly um going strong now on wrestling Twitter and other wrestling social media, so everyone's getting really, really excited now. Yeah, things are really, really stirring up. And like you said, we will talk about some little uh, points here and there on Mania and our last uh, last minute thoughts going into the event. Uh and also the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, we're, we've got the yawns and we're talking about the Hall of Fame. So we will get to that in time. First though, NXT TakeOver New Orleans this weekend, this Saturday night. Um, oh, I'm excited. We we briefly mentioned how uh, eagerly we are anticipating this event because they have been excellent shows. They con- They are consistently really, really good shows. And this card you know, really does promise something special more, doesn't it? It's um it, it looks like it could be potentially the best takeover yet. Oh yeah, absolutely it can be. Um you know it's really shaping up now to be you know setting the 
setting the bar very, very high for WrestleMania to try and top. And, you know, many, many times over the last couple of years now when we've seen takeover events, they've normally overshadowed the uh, main show um, the next night. Whereas um, the WrestleMania lineup, as we talked about last week, is, uh, is very stacked. Um, so all things considered, it might be quite close between the two shows. But, yeah, it, it's going to really kick off the whole weekend. Um, you know, in fine style, it's really shaping up to be uh, one of the best takeovers yet. And Guy, I know you're not uh, keeping up to date with NXT week in, week out, but you know, looking at the card, is this another one that excites you? And you think, yeah, th- this could, you know, well, we've talked in previous uh, shows all over the past year how on on paper they didn't look that great potentially, but they over delivered massively um, to the expectation level, getting back up to where it was before. So. You know, even though you're not watching it week in, week out, is this an event that you, you're excited about and you're really looking forward to? I mean, say if the main event was like Ryback versus Big Show, I'd probably still be excited because it's NXT, because um, I know they'd get it right. But yeah, just the fact that it's the fact that it's an NXT takeover, it just you know it's going to be good in, in, in some way. But yeah, as you say, this is, this is probably the most stacked card um, that I can remember from NXT. Um, and the match that I imagine people have been waiting for for is it about a year now? Um, Tommaso Ciampa versus um, Gargano. That been um, a year? I can't remember. Um, not not quite a year. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, it, but potentially something like about uh, eight months or something like yeah. that. I'm off the top of my head. Uh, please, you know, f- please feel free the... to tweet in and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it might have been the takeover after SummerSlam. Um, ah, that yeah, that probably fits the bill. Oh, sorry, before SummerSlam yeah. when, when he turned on. But you might be right; it might even be as far back as WrestleMania. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah, want to Google? Can yeah. I talk it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, I imagine that's probably the most looked forward to match in the company at the moment. I know because the build's been that long, and everyone's expecting it and stuff like that. But it's just, it, I'm just it, this is the match I've been looking forward to for so bloody long. Yeah, it is absolutely hotly anticipated. Uh, well, let's start there then. You know, Johnny Gargano to Master Champa, more. You know, you. How many times we've on paper we've looked at potential matchups on the main roster in WWE, and you could get excited about um, you know wrestler A taking on wrestler B, but unfortunately the build up and the storylines really let it down to the point where people aren't as excited as they should be. This is the antithesis of that. It really is that the build up, the way that they've managed it around the injury. I mean, the way that obviously that, that, that it all kicked off originally at the end of the pay-per-view when everyone thought that was it, the pay-per-view's done. We're not going to see a turn. That itself was done beautifully. Then the injury and the way that they've handled it since, I mean, this is just, it's sublime. It re- really, really is for me in terms of the the build up. Oh, absolutely! Perhaps the best book WWE storyline, and I'm talking the entire company now. Um, since perhaps Shawn Michaels against Chris Jericho from about a decade ago, um, you probably have to go about that far um, to find a storyline that's been as interesting and as entertaining and as absorbing. Um, as this one 
really, really well booked. Um, all credit to whoever is put the storyline together. I think the injury helped as well, um, having them apart. I mean, I have looked it up now. Um, it was Take Over Chicago all the way back in May last year. So it is almost a year since um, that big angle went down. And then obviously, um, Champa uh, was out um, almost immediately. And uh, he came back, um, was it at the takeover just after, sorry, just before Survivors, from, from memory. Um, that, that seems to ring a bell. So um, they've gone on this slow build since then. And the way that they've just put the whole thing has been almost perfection. It really has. Um, so well done to them for that. And the match itself, I think, could be... Well, I mean, Gargano's match against um, Cien Almas at the takeover prior to, rest, uh, to the Royal Rumble was absolutely incredible. One of the all-time great WWE matches. And yet this one, if they allow it to fulfil its potential, it could be even better. Um, it, it really could be something... Very, very special. Um, I, I gotta I, say more. Sorry to jump in there. I gotta say the thing is, is with it being on NXT, I think you have more faith in them being allowed to give them the time that they would need to really tell that convincing story, you know, for for the match, you know, to really sort of spread it out and build it and and really sort of take it to its to its full potential. Whereas you think if it was on on the main card on such a stacked WrestleMania card they'd be restricted to possibly 20 minutes at best, probably 15. And you just wouldn't get the opportunity to really sort of re- really push out a story for such a significant match and so a significant build-up to a big storyline. So uh, personally, I, I've got much more faith in them being allowed to do that with it being on an, on a, an NXT card. Oh, yeah, totally agree. Um, and that's all credit to Triple H because... He's never had a problem with the takeover shows um, outshining um, the events that take place after you know 24 hours later, um, whether it's been a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam, or whatever. He's always been fine about the talent on NXT being allowed to have the freedom to express themselves and go out and have the best match they possibly can. And you know that that's why I've got every faith and confidence that they can go out there and put on one of the all-time great matches in the, in the company's history. So that's how high my, my expectation is. Um, I, I think that, you know, some people would probably prefer Gargano to win. Um, I, th- I think this storyline has got plenty of legs left in it still. So I'm pretty sure that Champa will pick up the victory and um, they'll probably continue till at least SummerSlam. So therefore, I'm not expecting either of the two to be called up just yet. Um, I, I think that there there are one or two more chapters to be written before this storyline is said and done. Well, storyline-wise, I mean, this is classed as an unsanctioned match, and the stipulation being that if Gargano wins, he'll be reinstated to NXT. But if uh, Tommaso Ciampa wins, then Gargano is is banned from NXT. So, uh, with that mode, do you think there is the potential there for for Ciampa to win and, and Gargano to be called up to perhaps? Uh, 205 roster and then we have this continuation of the storyline in perhaps two three months time with Champa being sort of called up yeah so you know 
with, with that kind of stuff, I do take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. I mean, it was only a few weeks ago that Gargano obviously lost the uh, loser leaves NXT match to uh, Sian Elmas. And lo and behold, he's already back. Albeit they're labelling it as an unsanctioned match, but um, you know, everyone knows that obviously it's, it's absolutely um, all part and parcel of the show. Um, so even if Gargano were to lose and therefore to be um, banished from NXT for a second time, they'll figure out a way of bringing him back in and um, perhaps having a blow-off match at SummerSlam. I, I just feel it'd be a bit surprising for them to have one match and end the feud this early. And as you say, I mean, it could be that um, they continue with it on 205 Live. But, uh, you know, whilst 205 Live is certainly picking up, it doesn't really have, it's not established in the way that NXT is. And, you know, I prefer to see these two continue it on NXT rather than on 205 Live. Um, especially, obviously, given that with 205 Live, you don't just don't get um, their own pay-per-views or specials. And if they did move up to the main roster and onto 205 Live, um, chances of seeing these two pair off in a 30-minute main event would be extremely slim. So my preference would be for them to make it work somehow in NXT. Um, but... Whatever this outcome is, wherever it goes, I think that Champa will win. Mm, fair, very fair points there. And Guy, where do you stand on this then, on and how you think it'll go, and, and just w- what we could be looking at in terms of, like we say, you know, storyline-wise with with Champa and Gargano. Yeah, it's, it's it's a strange one with the stipulation of um, Gargano being reinstated. But as Moore said, stipulations in in pro wrestling. Don't really mean jack shit, do they? Um, but yeah, it, it's a weird one. I think the fact that he's already been kind of on-screen booted off NXT, I think I think Gargano will win because of that, unless they are, as you said, if they're both getting called up. But I mean, from my from my point of view, I'd rather they both stayed in NXT, as Mo said, it, because if they went to 205 Live, they just wouldn't have the stage to do anything on it. And if they went to the main roster to do it, I mean, do, do either of you trust Vince to carry this on over properly? Mm, I don't. Um, Hell no. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think Gargano will win for that, and then, as Mo said, continue it. But I, it could go either way, but I do see it continuing on NXT, as Mo said. But yeah, I think Gargano will win for that, just because he's lost, he lost his last big feud, didn't he, with... Um, Almas um, twice, obviously getting him booted off. I know it was due to uh, interference from from Champa and stuff like that. But <clears throat> yeah, he he, um, I think he needs a win. And the fact that it's kind of being a big redemption story for Gargano and failing to win the NXT title, I think it has enough legs to maybe even go to a third match as well. Whether that'd be again on uh, a takeover or or just on tell on. Uh, NXT itself, but yeah, this 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 needs to stay in NXT for for a little while. Yeah, I am inclined to agree for for the reasons both of you have given, um, and, and whichever way it goes, I'm just I'm purely looking forward to the match itself. I just obviously it's almost a given how fantastic it's going to be. Um, next up is, and I guess if you're not watching NXT this, uh, you haven't watched NXT this week. A bit of a spoiler alert. The tag team championships, 
uh, it's now going to be a triple threat match with the um, the final of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, incorporated into it. So the undisputed era, which is now going to be Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, because um, Bobby Fish has sustained a knee injury and uh, is due to undergo surgery, so he's going to be out for a while. So it's going to be the undisputed era versus the Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Um, firstly, more what have you heard on the on quite how serious the injury is to Bobby Fish and um and to how how do you see this one going and, and do you think perhaps this this has been made into a triple threat to perhaps not put quite so much time on uh, Adam Cole as he also being another match yeah i mean it's a real shame that i mean it's happened like this and um that's always a fear in the lead up to a show like this that um we could see you know talents key talents you know suffering injuries which co- cause them to um you know, have to rule themselves out of the out of the big event. Um, I mean, the, the initial kind of word on this is that um, Fish has unfortunately torn his ACL, and so as we know um, from football, those are very serious injuries, and you know he could be looking at you know anywhere from six months to a year, depending on the severity of the injury. So he'll be out for quite some time, and so you know it's a shame that Adam Cole has had to therefore be drafted in and at, at this moment in time looks to be pulling double duty. Um, but it, it just is what it is. Unless they come up with some other alternative um, between now and the weekend to try and um, cause Adam Cole to um, pull out of the match and just stick to the North American Championship contest. But uh, yeah, it, it seems to be a bad one. So no, hopefully uh, he'll get better very, very soon. Um, but yeah, the, the, the match itself um, should be another really good one. Um, we, we've talked about the possibility of the Authors of Pain stepping up very soon. Um, I'm, I still have that feeling, and I think I talked about it, if not last week and the week before, that I do expect them to be moving up um, straight after WrestleMania. So I'd be very surprised if um, they were to reclaim the championship. Um, whereas with Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne um, as a team, they've actually looked pretty decent in this tournament. And individually, as we know, they're very, very good. Um, furthermore, you know, it, it's a chance pairing as well because uh, originally they weren't supposed to be part of the tag team classic. It was supposed to be, Mustache Mountain, um, Tyler Bate and uh, Trent Seven, who I saw over the weekend um, on one of their own promotion shows, were very, very good. Um, but unfortunately, they weren't able to take part in the tournament. So Strong and Pete Dunn were drafted in. Um, but all six individuals, very, very talented. And um, you know, again, we should expect a really high caliber match. I would expect their to be a title change in this one um, and that's why I'm going with Strong and Pete Dunne just because I don't see the company looking to keep Cole and O'Reilly together as a team whereas if they retain the tag team titles then they'd have to move more in that direction whereas I think that they'd like to do something with Adam Cole as a singles performer 
Um, and is, it, is it sorry, more is there the the possibility then of of someone being aligned to take Bobby Fish's place, attempt, albeit perhaps temporarily, within undisputed era then? Yeah, so I mean, if um, they do manage to find someone, and I mean they've got people that have been brought up um, from the independents um, who are within developmental, may not have debuted on TV, um, and they might just pair that individual with Kyle O'Reilly, and then if that's the case, then actually I wouldn't be surprised if Undisputed um, Era retain the titles. But uh, if they go with the current plan, which is Colin O'Reilly, I would suspect the title change just simply because um, I think we will see um, Adam Cole as a singles performer um, and to become a high-profile one and chasing the um, NXT Championship if if um, he doesn't win the North American Championship, um, which the match will, will come on to in a moment. Yeah, and Guy, what about yourself? Are you along the, along the same lines as more here on you know, the, almost that process of elimination that uh, Undisputed Era, that, that pairing, probably not going to be a, a long-term plan and it looks as though the authors of pain would be getting called up straight after Mania. So by all, yeah, by that process of elimination that we could be looking at Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne as uh, tag team champions? Yeah, it makes sense that way. I mean, authors of pain, I mean, yeah, they they pretty much guarantee to get uh, put on the main roster out there. I mean, the NXT stuff, I know I haven't been watching it, but they've not been the same domineering force they were when they originally were feuding with uh, DIY and Revival. And obviously, they've gone back into a more transition thing for the ready ready to step up. So, yeah, I, I don't think the offers are paying a win. And Adam Cole, um, I think by just by the look of his, him being in the uh, Royal Rumble, they must have plans for him. They must have plans for him being in, being in a big star. And I, I don't know who whose idea it was to put him in the Rumble, whether that would be Vince, Triple H or whoever, but Vince would have had to have agreed to it. So they must see some potential in him, and he is he seemingly is very popular, so he, he must they must have potential in him. But, yeah, if Alistair, say Alistair Black wins the main event, I know we'll talk about it in a bit, you can always reintroduce that feud because Alistair Black versus Adam Cole at the, at the last takeover was absolutely money. It was money, wasn't it? It was fantastic. I know it was uh, whatever stipulation, whatever version of the no disqualification um, it was. Um, but yeah, that that was fantastic, and you, you could see that um, you could see that feud coming back. But yeah, I think Pete Dunne and uh, Roderick Strong they they're probably favourites because. I think it's about time Roderick Strong won something because he's been putting in absolute stunning performances, but he hasn't really had the payoff yet, has he? So yeah, no, I think, that, I think that's we'll go them too. Yeah, I think that's fair as well. It's a good point. Yeah, he has been putting in a lot of strong performances and getting more and more support. And yeah, it just needs that payoff for to people to, you know, to to be rewarded for believing in him. I think almost and yeah. and yeah, and and I think you're right as well that. You know, whatever happens, there's there is certainly more legs in uh, in Adam Cole and Alistair Black to uh, to reconvene what they had going. Well, let's progress things along then to the other match that Adam Cole will be involved in, um, six man ladder match. Uh, 
and one, two, three, four. Yes, six man. I did count that right. <laughs> six man ladder match for the uh, the newly. Um, well, it will be the inaugural NXT North American Championships. A slightly strange name for a title, the North American Championship. But hey ho. Um, Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, Velvet, Velveteen Dream. Uh, more, that's that's quite a lineup, um, a mixture of you know size, strength, um, athleticism, talent, promise, proven talent. It's it's a hell of a mixture in there, isn't there? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's quite the lineup and a very exciting lineup as well. Um, I'm quite glad to see this. Um, you now you think back to WrestleMania's past, we would always have a uh, money in the bank match, a ladder match at uh, WrestleMania. And most of the time that match would be really, really good. And obviously um, money in the bank um, with the suit, not the suitcase, <laughs> the briefcase even um, is a pay-per-view in itself. But um, you know, the, the fact that they brought a ladder match in for, Certainly, if not WrestleMania, then the NXT TakeOver show is a welcome addition. Um, so I'm very glad to see this match back. Um, of the people involved, um, you know, Ricochet, Adam Cole um, and Velveteen Dream could make it a really spectacular contest. And then for some of the impressive kind of big man spots, you've got Killian Dane, who's a very underrated worker, hasn't really thus far had the opportunity to show exactly what he's capable of. Um, but, you know, in an in environment such as this, we're the smaller guys to really make him look good. Um, he, he could end up looking like one of the better performers in this contest. Um, who knows where the title could end up? I mean, you could choose any of the six and um, you might not be far off. But uh, if you held a gun to my head, I'd probably go with Adam Cole. Um, you know, he is a really exceptional talent and I think that, um, you know, he, he either goes into a title chase for the NXT championship or he wins the North American championship here. And of the two scenarios, I think that perhaps the North American championship is the one that he picks up. And if he does, you know, be a very fitting champion, he's a very talented talent, very talented. Very talented performer, and uh, you know he he will certainly carry the t- title um, very well. And defending it against either Ricochet or Velveteen Dream as his first program with a championship um, would be a great way to go. Yeah, there's a good shout in there. And guy, I mean, as you alluded to, you know, with the potential being that as we, I mean, we will get to the NXT Championship. But if it say that was Alistair Black, then there's the potential to uh, Get Adam Cole and um, Alistair Black back together. So, do you do you think, for them reasons that it, it might not be Adam Cole uh, who comes away with the title here, that we we could have um, a debut title win here for uh, someone like AC, uh, EC3? Yeah, I, f- I, I think EC3 was going to be my uh, my pick. Um, I think it'll undoubtedly be one of them mad mad matches where it's just it's just an absolute. It's just fun. It's just what it's what these matches are about. Just absolute car crashes that are, 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 are good good to watch. Um, yeah, I think EC3 is probably my my pick for it because I think if Alistair Black is favourite to win the 
I know we keep going ahead of time, but if he's, if uh, Alistair Black's favourite to win the uh, NXT title, I think they'll need a need a heel champ and NEC freak can kind of do the whole Bobby Roode thing. I mean, I saw I saw his early days in TNA. I admittedly didn't watch it. Um, Later on, because well, it it just went it went on the shitter. Um, bloody awful, but, that's yeah, why. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watched his early days in TNA, and he he seemed to have the cocky heel thing down. So maybe he can kind of replace Bobby Roode on the NXT card. Um, so yeah, I think EC, I think I'll I'll pick EC3 because I think he can hold the mid card down. The may the may not seem as a main event talent um, just yet. Maybe you want to get polish him a bit more. Um, mm. But yeah, I think they can add. I think he can he can be a heel in the mid card that he kind of needs, and then Adam Cole can be the main event one. Uh, once I imagine to have loads of matches with Almas and uh, Alistair Black done. So yeah, I think Adam Cole can go on to bigger and better things. Whereas the rest maybe a bit more mid card. Even not, I haven't seen Ricochet admittedly, so I'm not sure what his potential is. Oh, it's, it's enormous. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to to seeing what he does in this match, but. Yeah, I'm inclined to to agree actually on the EC3 thing. I mean, he's had a debut appearance on on NXT TV, and it was just a walkout slot, and and it was basically to um, to get his persona out there. Yeah. And it is, uh, you know, pretty much what you sort of uh, move towards. You know, that that Bobby Roode, arrogant, um, you know, well dressed heel, and yeah, I, I think him having this title would be it, it would suit the character it would suit the the persona and 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 a good way to kind of start things off and and then i guess it's from there on in you know from the six-man ladder match you can take your pick of of next opponents and it, and it's the sky's the limit it uh it should be a fantastic fantastic match it's another one to really look forward to um, just just move along to the women's championship then before we do get to the main event Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, rematch for rematch even for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. More, I've got to say, I am expecting a title change this time. Um, and I know that the last time they fought, some people weren't particularly. Um, I'm just trying to think of the nice way, the nice way to put this. They, they weren't too polite about the match. They, people didn't like it personally. I thought it was presented in, in quite a creative way that, that really sort of benefited Shayna Baszler. And I'm, I'm tempted to, uh, to assume it's going to go in a similar kind of fashion this time. Yeah, I do as well. And I've got to agree. Um, I think there will be a title change um, again, because I suspect that Ember Moon will be stepping up to the main roster. She's already appeared at um, the Royal Rumble um, and the women's uh, Royal Rumble match. And, um, you know, she has demonstrated now for quite some time that uh, she's a very, very talented worker and um, he's really better than a lot of the uh, female workers on Raw Smackdown. So, you know, she deserves being called up and I think that she will be. Um, So, again, my process of elimination, Shayna Baszler wins. and, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, they've protected her very well. They've booked her very carefully. And um, her match at um, the TakeOver prior to the Royal, the Royal Rumble was something I was quite fine with. Um, and uh, I think, this, you know, it kind of plays well into this match that, again, Basler will perhaps dominate in the early going and Bermuda will make a comeback. 
but then um, Basley will get the second wind and uh, end up winning the belt and then defending it against um, you know, you've got Kyrie Sane and um, you know, various others that are now coming through um, on the NXT women's roster and you know Basley will become this monster champion um, taking all, all comers and she might very well have a fairly lengthy title reign but uh, Ember Moon I'd be surprised if she retains and um, sticks around but you know we, we were saying that a year ago with um, Asuka I think both of well certainly I did uh, predict that Asuka would drop the belt at uh, I think it was against Ember Moon in fact at the uh, takeover prior to last year's Wrestlemania and uh, Asuka retained and she stuck around on NXT for um, quite a while afterwards so who, mm-hmm. who knows but I, I expect that Ember Moon has to be called up um, in, the, in the next week or so. Yes, and guy, I mean the thing with that as well is that I think Shayna Baszler is effectively playing a female version of of um, of Brock Lesnar here. Mm. You know that that bully champion, uh, the NXT background, the you know scaring, intimidating people, pushing round, uh, and. Uh, in the similar vein, it can be very effective uh, and give them a lot of breathing space to try and build some some other credible uh, contenders. So, uh, Guy, do you do you see Ember Moon being called up in the very near future and therefore we're moving on to um, a Shayna Baszler title victory? Um, I'm not sure if it'll be... Uh, it might be a Bailey situation. I know that, that kind of got dragged out a bit, but I think it might be a bit closer to SummerSlam. Um, just because I'm, I'm, I was just looking at the NXT roster there, they seem quite uh, quite light in the women's um, division. I think uh, is it Kyrie Sane? I think that might be the uh, the next feud for whoever wins. It probably will be Baszler. Um, I think that I'd probably put Baszler as the favourite, but I think Ember Moon may stick about um, for a bit. But it might it might depend on if she gets called up for the the WrestleMania women's battle royale thingy so do you, do you expect it to be on wrestlemania the night after i'm just thinking actually that's a fair point mm. the 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 women's battle royal at wrestlemania yeah we could see it's it's conceivable that ember moon loses the title yeah. on takeover event and then debuts in the battle royal and potentially even wins it so yeah. you could be onto something there guy mm. you could you could have you you could really have figured out one of the storylines yeah. for a match that you don't care about. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah, it could be. It could it could go down that way. But I'm I'm just I'm just worried about NXT being a bit thin. But I think we mm. I think most of us thought this after uh, the last uh, takeover before WrestleMania, and then then they kind of just had a stellar year, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I think there's, there, there like are others, yeah, there are others waiting in the wings, yeah. so I, I guess it'd just be an opportunity to start mm. sort of blooding them in. It, so. it, may, maybe I, I'm expecting too many people to come up, because I'm expecting like Nikki Cross and stuff to come up, so maybe she stays down a bit, and then it, what they're called, Be- the Be- Billy Kane and... Uh, oh, yes, yeah, Peyton I Rice, Peyton Rice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they may come up because they don't really have a spot at the minute. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just depends who else comes up, really. But I think yeah, everyone, everyone's waiting for Ember Moon, aren't they? Because they're, they're the one who, they're she's the one who everyone cares about. And then, yeah, Nikki Cross is good as well. Um, yeah, but, uh, they're, they're, I think they, they may wait to pull the trigger on that one. But yeah, yeah. it's it a very good shout. And so going on to the main event, then, and we'll stick with you, guy. Then 
Andrade Cianalmas against Alistair Black. I mean, you've alluded to it previously. Do you mm-hmm. think there's going to be a title change here then? Yeah, to continue my WrestleMania form, every every, t- every title's going to change hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, f- I think it only makes sense. I mean, Alistair Black kind of getting the mini Asuka treatment, isn't he? Uh, undefeated and all that stuff. So I think I think it'll be I think it'll be right for him to win, and I think Almas. Albeit after a slow start to his life in NXT, I mean, this year he's been fantastic, hasn't he? I mean, Drew McIntyre, I know Drew got injured and stuff like that, but since since he's won the title, Almas has been fantastic. And, well, uh, I spoke on the WrestleMania match that the his match with uh, Gargano is now a measuring stick for, for five-star matches, but that's what it bloody is. It it, it was fantastic. And if, if this match is even as half as good, it's still going to be a very good match, so... Um, yeah, I, I think I think Alistair Black will win, but I, if I hope it matches it, but I don't think it will. But having said that, at the last takeover, Alistair Black had a bloody fantastic match with Adam Cole, as I said as yeah. I said earlier in the pod, uh, so. and and the one previous with Velveteen Dream as mm, well. So oh, yeah, bloody hell, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it has the potential to be good as Gargano. It may it may not have the emotional side that it did, but in terms of match quality, it could it could potentially be as good. So. I'm, I'm bloody looking forward to it, but um, interesting question, Andy. Do you think this will finish the uh, show? Or do you think Gargano and um, yeah, will... no, this this for me will definitely finish the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah tra- oh, it's yeah. the traditionalist way to do yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking because then when uh, Champa turned on DIY, uh, turned on Gargano, they, they finished the show, didn't they? So yeah, maybe I'm just thinking ahead. I think I think the NXT title will. Uh, will finish finish it but yeah I think this match will be bloody fantastic as well but do, do you expect Almas to come up? Um, I'm not certain about that um, I'm not I'm not sure in all honesty I suspect they they are probably hesitant yet as to you know really sort of building them up more to the casual yeah. audience I mean more we'll put that to, that one to you do you do you think Almas could be on the verge of a call up here I'm I suspect it would be something that we could see when they do, you know, one of the roster uh, switch arounds in, is it June that they normally do that? Um, rather than sort of straight after this event and he could potentially get lost in the shuffle. Um, possibly, yeah. I mean, they do traditionally like to have um, people debuting at the uh, Raw and SmackDown shows immediately after WrestleMania just because uh, it's a very easy pop and the reaction is always really good. Um, even if it's mid-card talent from Raw, uh, from from NXT, um, they still get a fantastic reaction because that's the audience that uh, predominantly attends those two nights um, just after WrestleMania. Um, and, and they typically have you know four or five different acts come up as well. Um, so you know we 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 all expect the authors of pain to be stepping up, um, and you know Ember Moon looks quite likely as well um so of the rest i wouldn't be surprised if um Chanel Mass is, is one of those um you know they, they uh have a bit of a gap there in, in terms of the main roster for isn't drew talent. mcintyre rumored to go straight up but sorry Mo, interrupt, but isn't drew mcintyre rumored to go straight to the main roster as well Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I think um, once... I think he's injured at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. once he returns, then um, yeah, he, he it's likely he'll be stepping up as well. I mean, obviously he was um, on the main roster for a number of years before he um, left the company only to return to NXT. So yeah, it's likely that you know as and when he's ready, he'll perhaps um, go straight back into the main roster. But uh, yeah, I mean, Almas is somebody I, I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up at Raw SmackDown. And, um, you know, on that basis, Alistair Black becoming the champion um, would, would be cool. Um, he's a very talented guy, um, enigmatic type of character, um, certainly got something unique about him going on. And um, he's, know, been, he's, he's been speaking, sorry, he's, he's been speaking lately as well. You know, something we didn't hear for a, get from a long time was, you know, the, him with a microphone. But I've got to say, I've been quite impressed, actually, how you know, how calm and clear he's been, you know, it's, you know, often when you see a guy who's gone so long without, without them, you know, speaking on the microphone, you think you fear that they're trying to protect a weakness there, but there's been no real sort of sign of a weakness since he's been, been talking to the, to the live crowds in, in recent weeks. Yeah. I think the, the deal with him was, was that he wasn't the strongest on the mic. Um, so what I think has probably happened is that, um, at the performance center, they probably working, have been working with him quite extensively on um, performing on the mic. And uh, if you think back to the Breaking Ground um, series that aired on the WWE Network, um, you know that that is something that they work on, especially with those talents that are perhaps less strong on the mic. So, um, you know, the, the signs seem to be that that work has paid some dividends, and um, he's actually come across pretty competent. Um, on the microphone, whereas um, as we've seen with others previously of NXT, Asuka immediately springs to mind. Um, on the main roster, they've they've looked very uncomfortable on the microphone. So um, you know it's important that when these talents are in the developmental brand, that they definitely work on their weaknesses as much as possible. And it certainly looks like that's happened with with Alistair Black. Um, 
So, of, of the two, um, I predict a title change. I think Black will win the title and um, send the fans home happy. I think that would be a really good way to end the show. And the, I think the match itself will be another exceptional one. I think it's another one that could really be quite something. Alistair Black in a big, big match um, has all the talent to turn it on big style. So that's what I think will happen. And I think he'll walk away with the championship. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's a hell of a talent. I do expect him to win, and I am really looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to the entrance as much as anything, because I love his entrance, the whole character. I, I think they've just they've done everything on point with him, and it's been a great rise, and I'm going to enjoy it. So, I mean, you know, we've talked there through through the full card, Um and it's it does it really does promise to be an exciting one, and like we say, you know, we're looking forward to it. Um, I've got to say, you've got to t- bring the mood down slightly. Um, the the Hall of Fame. Now, th- this is on the Friday night before uh, the NXT Takeover event. This is something more that I used to really enjoy. I I really did used to enjoy the whole um, Hall of Fame thing. Uh, you know, the nostalgia, seeing some of the older guys out, see what they look like now, hearing some of them stories, you know, the induction speeches and everything like that. It would be, for me, it it felt it felt quite real. It, it didn't feel forced or scripted in any way. It didn't feel sanitized. And for me, it was just an enjoyable hour, hour and a half, whatever it was. Um, but last year, not not the case for me. I didn't enjoy it. And I'm really not looking forward to this year because I don't know from la- the, from last year the overall thing that I felt that was different, apart from it taking hours and hours, was it did feel quite kind of sanitised to me, almost like we were watching more of the product rather than you know um, people from bygone eras just you know reminiscing and and, and well, congratulating each other. But it was you know it was it's lost a little bit of, it, bit of its shine for me. Is is that the same for you, or do you think maybe it's just some of the people who are being inducted? Uh, possibly, but, I mean, I actually quite enjoyed last year's event. Um, I thought most of the speeches were, were very good. Um, no, Kurt Angle um, went more for a, um, an entertaining kind of um, speech rather than something that was... Um, a bit more on the emotional side, um, and, and that had its moments. So that, that was fine. Um, Teddy Long's stuff was again a similar elk. Um, DDP um, went for a, a bit more of a traditional type of speech, and I quite enjoyed Beth Phoenix. Um, I thought she spoke really well. Um, the Rick Rude introduction was what it was. Um, some nice words by Steamboat and his family. Um, but I didn't think, and, and, and obviously the Rock and Roll Express, who perhaps WWE fans have less of an affinity with because they weren't really see much in, in the company. But for somebody like me who um, watched them for a number of years in WCW, um, that, that had some meaning to it. Um, so I was quite a fan of um, Rick and Robert back in the day. But yeah, I could see why some, you know, might have found it not as quite as good as some of the previous ones, where, you know, you had um, speeches by the likes of the Warrior and Hogan and Mick Foley and likes of them. But uh, this this year's lineup, 
um, yeah, I think it, it's got an okay lineup, and and you know there might be three or four really exceptional speeches in amongst them. I do think that the Dudley Boys um, acceptance speech will be very very good. They've got a lot of stories to tell, and um, Barbara in particular is a very entertaining speaker. Uh, Paul Heyman, really intrigued to see what he's got to say, but um, you know, he's a hell of a speaker. You know, even when he's got something quite dry and ordinary to talk about um uh, you know you could say that Goldberg's quite dry and ordinary but um you know he, he'll make it very entertaining i'm sure um and then you know jeff jarrett you know he's had a very long and storied career again wasn't a big act in the wwe but um through all of his years in the business he has accomplished quite a lot so i think that'll be quite good and mark henry as well i think that you know certainly his speech and also the induction speech by Big Show, both of those I think will be very good as well. So uh, up and down, um, I don't really see anything that I'm kind of not looking forward to other than perhaps the Warrior Award. I mean, um, it really doesn't do anything for me. And I know it's a nice way of honouring um, fans who've gone through difficulties and challenges, even though the the Warrior Award was recommended by the Warrior for people who were backstage and then the WWE decided to turn it into something else um but you know i think it would certainly have its moments and um overall i, I think it'll be an enjoyable show but yeah i mean for, for other fans i can see why you know it's a bit of an uninspiring lineup and guy are you, are you looking forward to the hall of fame or is it just sort of uh picking bits and pieces out of it like like we've mentioned yeah i like more mentioned um, the Dudley boys, that is one I will certainly be looking forward to listening to their speech because I'm sure there will be stories there. Uh, intrigued by what Paul Heyman will have to say. Uh, perhaps fast forward through what Goldberg has to say. <laughs> uh, but um, the Mark Henry one, and uh, again, I don't think anything can quite top his fake um, retirement speech. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. That was that's one of that's probably one of the best promos in what the last ten years or so. But yeah, yeah. I, as Mo said, I think I am one of the other fans. Um, I've it's not really one I've it's not really one of them events I've always stayed up and watched on on the weekend and stuff like that. But at the same time, I've uh, WWE wrestling and that took kind of took kind of like a hiatus during during the uh, late early 2000s and stuff like that so i've only really been consistently watching it for a for a few uh for five year odd years now so yeah it, it, it's one I'll, it's one i'll probably watch the highlights of i probably won't watch the entire the entire uh, event but i think goldberg might be interesting because obviously you've got a partner Heyman in that as well um unfortunately i think we we kind of saw goldberg's retirement speech when he left um after WrestleMania last year, where he was talking about doing it for his kid and stuff like that, so I think that may be a bit more regurgitated stuff. But as as you both said, the Dudley Boys, I mean, Jesus Christ, Bubba's probably one of the most outspoken wrestlers are going, isn't he? So I think he, I think that'll be that'll be hella hell interesting. Um, Ivory can't remember her, not gonna lie. Um, Jeff Jarrett, for me, he's the one who owned TNA, so. 
I know WWE doesn't like TNA existing, so <laughs> for the part I remember him from, they won't let him talk about. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jeff Jarrett—he was just a random guy with a guitar that I've watched occasionally on on uh, WCW, like the two times I watched it as a kid. And then Mark Hen- Mark Henry will be interesting. I mean, I've I've got no I've got no interest in Kid Rock and. As Mo said, the Warrior Award. I mean, it's nice. It's nice for what it is, but I know, I know, I know Warriors came into some controversy. I, I don't know. I can't remember what it's for, but he, apparently he made some comments and stuff. Yes, yeah, um, he's made some um, atrocious comments. Yes, over, yes, yes. Uh, in years before. Yeah. He uh, made things back up with the the, the WWE about um, people with cancer and things like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So that that's not great. And no. Um, like, well, as I said, Kid Rock. I mean, why? And Hillbilly Jim. I don't know who that is, but it might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hillbilly Jim. Why? He was he was a fun character, and I, I believe a legitimately tough, tough guy. So, yeah, it's it, it's the ups and downs. Um, I, I'm hoping it goes back to more the atmosphere that it was probably I don't know maybe four or five years ago and beyond, where it was a bit more. Um, a bit more relaxed and and we'll see we'll see what happens it could be interesting we'll as, as I said the other week I'm just waiting I just want to see Mark Henry in his pink suit again <laughs> that will be a sight that, yeah that will certainly be a sight well, it'll be so... a letter down if he's not wearing it ah <laughs> oh, no I'll just turn it off <laughs> hey well so right before we go though some final thoughts on uh, WrestleMania the whole weekend and that itself um, as we briefly. Uh, spoke about before the the podcast before we came on air. Um, well, we it, it's been as it was brought up. The whole John Cena Undertaker thing has not yet been confirmed. They chose not to do that on Raw. Um, my suspicion is that they won't do it on SmackDown either. Um, even if p- potentially um, John Cena does turn up on SmackDown and ask the the Undertaker to show up. I do think they're going to go with this gimmick of John Cena being at WrestleMania as a fan, in inverted commas, sat in the front row, uh, and then we'll get the match there. Undertaker will show up at WrestleMania. Um, I, I can see it. Uh, if that's what they do, I can see it as something that raises a lot, lot of attention and, and obviously be seen as unique and different uh, way of going about it. But my fear is if, if, they, if they were to do that, it would probably act as a distraction to to the action that's actually going on in the ring. Because I think fans, rather than taking notice of, of the matches that are actually happening there and then in the ring, a lot of fans in the vicinity will all just want to be getting pictures with John Cena, uh, getting autographs and all the rest of it. And you know that the commentators aren't going to stop talking about John Cena being in the front row rather than the action taking place in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's certainly a possibility. Um, but, you know, seen on his Instagram, I think yesterday or day before, Posted the picture of an um, American badass T-shirt or something along those lines, teasing that you know perhaps the Undertaker could return under that gimmick rather than the Dead Man gimmick, and, and that makes sense as well. Um, because obviously he's a free agent, you know it's perfectly possible that he'll turn up on SmackDown uh, to try and coax um, the Undertaker or the man behind the gimmick to 
turn up and accept this challenge at last. And I'll be surprised if they don't do that at SmackDown, to be honest. Um, I think it'd be quite foolish for them to go into the show itself without having announced anything because, you know, just announcing the fact that he will definitely be working the show could um, lead to additional um, subscribers for the WWE network. So, you know, they, they probably wouldn't want to leave money on the table. Um, whereas if they announce it in advance, you know, that, that can certainly help. So I, I think that they probably will announce something on SmackDown and, uh, you know, then they'll uh, promote the hell out of it um, on social media and other platforms um, throughout the rest of the week. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm certain the match will happen. It, it has to happen, surely. Uh, everything that's been talked about suggests it will. Um, and if it wasn't going to happen, then they would have made another plan for Cena because I mean, he's still the biggest star in the company and you just can't see him not working a match at the show. So um, it, it has to be happening. Uh, but the way they've gone about booking it is just a bit strange, really. I just don't understand what they get out of leaving it till days or possibly even hours before the show, uh, you know, before the match is actually announced for, for, for certain. It's just a bit of a, a weird one for me. Yeah, it would be very, very odd to put that much energy, time and uh, promotion and production into a match that isn't actually happening. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it would be, be beyond weird that. Uh, Guy, where do you stand on things? Because obviously, you know, listening, anyone listening to this, we are recording this before SmackDown. So, you know, it, it, things may happen on SmackDown. But um, do, you, do you think there's a potential for, for what, my fears are could actually transpire um i bloody hope not um because if it is an undertaker match you'd imagine it'd be quite late in the card and stuff like that so that'd be a lot of distracting commentary and stuff as you said so i kind of hope not unless cena kind of just rolls up like halfway through the show but that'd kind of be weird Um, as fans do you know yeah yeah just skip half the show <laughs> I mean, if he's com- the bit where you get called out by the Undertaker yeah, yeah if he's committed just sit through the whole pre-show <laughs> uh, <laughs> no that will be a sign <laughs> <laughs> just, just him on his own front row oh maybe that's the way they're trying to get more fans in the uh, stadium for the pre-show he's going to be sat there <laughs> yeah, you know, I can sit him next to that I can sit him next to that really annoying guy um he's always there with his mum in the front row because uh, they just annoy the hell out of me because <laughs> they're always there in the front row it's the guy with um, long hair tall sometimes he wears sunglasses in the arena um as you do and he, his mum's always there and she's just recently dyed her hair oh, you must have noticed I probably have, have but I can't think. I'm thinking of like people like the Brock Lesnar guy and stuff like that. Uh. Uh, if you go back to any of the recent pay-per-views, um, on the front row, right in front of you, you'll see this tall let's guy. Hope, let's hair. hope he's not a listener. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening, you're a dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you really, whoever you are. That's been a strange build-up, though, hasn't it, Guy? Yeah, very much so. I mean, I, I, I kind of saw the point of it um, in terms of, well, you don't really need to build Cena, but kind of developing his story that he was getting desperate for a WrestleMania match. But to go 
Well, it's not even the week before now, is it? I imagine they would have announced it on Raw, so I'll probably be wrong. And then when SmackDown rolls about, it'll close the show with Undertaker battering John Cena as a, on a on a bloody motorcycle or some crap. <laughs> but no, I can't I can't see him doing it on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, if if they do it during the match, I mean, I think we both I think we've all said we would have rather have seen. Um, John Cena kind of do an open challenge and then maybe put over some young talent. I mean, even in his promo um, last night, he talked up the basically the entire future of the WWE, whether it was Rusev, mm. Elias, whoever. Um, I would have rather him put over some young talent. I mean, there was rumours, obviously, he was going to feud with Elias for a bit. There was rumours of Joe before he got injured. Um, yeah. I would have rather him just did an open challenge than this Undertaker thing, to be honest. Um, like, it's going to be a historic match. Well, if, if it happens, I imagine it will happen. It is going to be historic and stuff like that. But I, I think it's a waste of Cena, and 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 the and the build to it has just been. It's just been weird, as as uh, as more as, as you both said. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't impact the rest of the card, as you, as you say, Andy, because it is. Yeah. It, it will be a distraction. It, it may be fun, but. We yeah, want well, that's it. I, 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 it's something that I think that I could see them thinking, hey, that'd be unique. That'd be something different. That would be get everyone talking about us. But I think it would be so counterproductive. And I'm just thinking, please, please, I hope that isn't what happens. And we just get some the the uh, confirmation on SmackDown. But hey, oh, we'll see what happens. Um, before we go, then, what about um, Braun Strowman's partner? Any any last thoughts on who it's going to be? I think it's going to be a legend. Um, that that's basically it. Um, I, I think they would have announced it if it was if it was a full timer. So I think it'll be someone returning, probably have a small role, and then Braun will just win the match in like five ten minutes. Uh, and you more any any um, any speculation as to who you think it might well be? Um, oh, anyone but my friend, my mate Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh god that's the dream <laughs> no you said that yeah if it's not Elias yeah. it's got to be Bray now yeah I, I can see it being Kane for some reason I can see it being Kane and it yeah it'll be such a disappointment yeah well you know let's hope they pleasantly surprise us but um, yeah if I set my expectations at rock bottom i.e. Bray then you know I can only be pleasantly surprised from there yeah, it, it could even be someone like Samoa Joe as a as a to get a good pop, you know, destruction I kind together. I want it to be Kurt Hawkins now, after all. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, well, and I guess final final thoughts then. You know, we, that's it. WrestleMania is right upon us now this weekend. You know, we we are just a few days away. Um, from from the whole weekend of, of shows and and everything that goes with it, um, are you excited? Oh, massively! Well, as as we're all Liverpool fans, we've got we've got a distraction tomorrow or today, whenever whenever this is released. <laughs> so this is going to be a busy week for us, three, isn't it? So yeah, uh, but yeah, when once the Liverpool game's out of the way, I mean, NXT is going to be the first thing. Then WrestleMania, it's just it's going to be a long couple of nights, but hopefully, be bloody brilliant. And more, yeah. you're looking forward to this one. You think that potentially we could be, we could have one of our in ring uh, wise, I'd say, potentially one of the best WrestleManias ever. 
Oh yeah, absolutely we can. You know, there's enough good matches on paper um, for it to be a really special show. You know, certainly amongst the top five or six, if not the best ever, um, if it really delivers. And I think they're going something like seven hours all told. So you know, they will certainly not have issues about not enough time. So they'll have enough time. Uh, but I, I just don't know how I'm going to make it through the next seven days without seriously affecting my health because not only am I going to be watching obviously Liverpool Man City tomorrow but I'll also be watching a bunch of other wrestling shows uh, all occurring in the New Orleans area um, you know from the likes of Progress Wrestling, Revolution Pro, Evolve, um, even an Impact Wrestling one believe it or not so uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to make I'm not going to sleep much over the next seven days but um, if so, listeners, if I'm not on the podcast next week, then you know why. It's because I wouldn't have survived the week. But let's <laughs> hope I do. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Um, Zombie Moore will be back next week <laughs> to <laughs> snore his way through the review. <laughs> Straight to the wall. That's what you should Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it does. It it promises to be a hell of a weekend and a hell of a show, and and so we should really really enjoy it as the best we can. Um, as we spoke about at length tonight, you know that the NXT Takeover show promises to be a sensational one, and Mania in itself pro, uh, potentially promises to be one of the best ever. So it's going to be incredible. Uh, we haven't quite worked out quite how we're going to review it all next week because it's probably going to take some time. It might have to be a two part next week. But we will put that together and we will bring it to you uh, in some form. Uh, but until then, uh, my thanks to Mochatra and to Guy Drinkle for helping me uh, navigate our way through uh, these this uh, this card and uh, this uh, this whole event, this whole weekend that we're looking forward to. And then we'll pick the bones apart from it next week. So uh, until then, enjoy WrestleMania. Um, enjoy NXT, enjoy the Hall of Fame, and we shall see you on the other side. So this has been the Pro Wrestling NX right here on the AI Podcast channel. So until next week, from me, Andy Wales, it's bye-bye now.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.